Dragonheart's episode two. Three? Episode three? Right. Yeah, three right this on. week. Yeah. This week, what are we talking about? We have um, the Derby tickets. Yeah, a recap on the Bradford and Doncaster friendlies for Hull. And we've also got the Sky Deal. And the um, Sky Deal. Yes. Well, yeah, let's get started. Let's do it. Episode three. Crackon.com. What you said. What we got. What's going on today? Review of last week and today's games for Hull. One of which you attended as a Rovers fan. Yeah, just cheers for that. Yeah, I'm um, going to drop you in it, mate. I don't care. A Rovers fan going to watch FC in a friendly. What? T- tell me what that is all about, first. In my defence, my lad walked out. He was mascot. With his rugby flag, team. Right. Flag all there. There was no flags there, but yeah, he yeah. walked out as a mascot. I think it was Joe Cater he walked out with. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, yeah, it did. Maybe it was Mason's uh, rubbing off effect on him. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Let's talk about Bradford first. You'll you, have to do that one I want there. Yeah, you didn't go. Um, Seeing highlights, but that's about it. For, for me, it's, it's exactly what I thought it'd be. Yeah. It was... A group of kids getting a blowout against a group of men. And by all accounts, yeah, championship quality men, but still. No, but that's about the level of the academies running out, I would say. A lot of academy players will be championship level at present. Yes. Yeah, I thought, I don't really think any any of them did themselves a, a disservice. No, there was a. You know, there's a lot, lot to work on from what I've seen in the highlights and, and things like that. But you know, that that comes with game time, doesn't it? It, it all expands from there, as you know. They've, yeah, and they've got to start somewhere. I, I made a few notes whilst I was there because for me it was what were your hands working? It wasn't too my, cold. It was absolutely freezing. I had my gloves on and I just had my thumb stuck out the side of my glove. <laughs> Need to get some of them fun, uh, fun gloves. Yeah, well, I need to tell my missus that she needs to get me some of them fun gloves. Cause get yourself I, to Brands Home Centre. No, no, mate. I'll, what I'll do is I'll do what I always do. I'll expect that if I tell Rachel I need something, she just provides it. Yeah. She's much, she's like a mother and a girlfriend all in one. Yeah, girlfriend. I've got one of them too, to be fair. Well, I mean, your girlfriend is a mother. Yeah. True. Because yeah, you have children. And now she mothers me as well. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't seem to uh, sort myself out, so she does it for me. We'll get Rachel to be a mother soon because it looks like your cup is empty, but I'll have to finish that. Oh, that's long gone. Yeah. Anyway, so what I thought I'd do, with it being kids, most of which, I, I don't go watch the reserves, I don't go watch the academy, um, so names, numbers, things like that, I didn't really know any, so I thought I'd make some notes. Um one one thing I want, I just want to get it off, off my shoulder, off my head, whatever you want to call it. I just want to get it out there, straight away. You're at a friendly, and you're watching a group of kids play. Some of them playing the first first time that they played for the first team. I know it's not really first team as such, but it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's fans. In the stand, I, I, honestly, you're going to wear this all season from me. In inverted commas, fans. Yeah, you're yeah. going to wear it all season from Craig as well at Rovers games. But there's fans shouting, honestly, some of the most ridiculous things, slagging off the referee, 
slagging off the players. I mean, some of these players are 17, 18 yeah. year old. Yeah. First time they played, maybe against men of men. this, of yeah, this yeah. size. And they're just slagging them. And I'm like, I just sat there thinking, why are you here? Yeah. What, what, for what purpose have you come to this game? It, it just baffles me, right? If you're going to go to a friendly against Bradford, no disrespect to Bradford, but we played our kids against Bradford. They knew we were playing our kids against Bradford. They knew what the aim of the game was in that friendly. Hmm. If you're going to go and do anything other than support them kids, back them up, cheer them on. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Don't go. Because it's not a competitive game. It's We're not there to try and... You know, see if the systems are working like today was. Today is the 21st. We're recording. Literally, we've got back from Doncaster and we're recording. Today's game was different. It's about seeing if yeah. the systems are working, see if them links are starting to sort of click between players. That's not what it was against Bradford. No, no. So, anyway. I think, I think what a lot of it is, is they are representing OFC. Yeah. Although the kids, and I think some fans think they're representing Hull FC, they should be doing better. It's wrong, and don't get me wrong, but that might be the mindset of said people who were. You need to tailor your expectations. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And again, I don't want to disrespect any teams, but last season, for example, if we played Wakefield, I went into that game thinking we need to hammer these. I tailored my expectations based on what Wakefield were doing, what I thought Wakefield were capable of and what I thought we were capable of. And then you go to other games like Wigan and Saints away and you think, I wouldn't mind just not getting hammered. Yeah. You yeah. I mean? You tailor your expectations. Yeah, of course you do. But some people see it as their team should be winning every week, no matter who's playing, whether they're 16 years old or 36 years old. Some people see it as they're my team they should be winning. You know, don't get me wrong, it's not the most negative of mindsets because you want to be the best. But like you say, you've got to tailor your expectations. You can't expect kids to go out there against fully grown men. I, I remember when Lamworth came up from 18s to open age and I think there was, I was the oldest in the team at 24 way back then. And, you know, it told there were a lot of young kids in there, small kids, not, Fully developed, and some of them still aren't mentally. I am. I'm with them still. So. <laughs> if you're listening, you know you are. <laughs> you won't name any names. No, well, I could, but I've not agreed with any of them. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I thought first half our rook speed, we we didn't control it. We just they just got on top of us. They were. Quite clearly, more experienced as as players, you know, bit of gamesmanship. They just managed to edge that in the first half, and I won't even say edged it. To be fair, they absolutely dominated that in the first half. Yeah, and that shows in the half time score, doesn't it? Yeah, sort of reflects. Look, just just comments. I've got things about the defense being sloppy, but again, I don't think that's a representation on FC. Yes, yeah. as, as where you're going to be in round one. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm not expecting us to be out having sloppy defence in round one. Well, I hope you do. It just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's you know, air defenders weren't really there, but there were there were some good things. There were some good things that I found even in the first half. 
Moy, our fullback. I thought he looked real good. I thought he looked real lively. Nick Stavely, I know he's played a couple of first team games. There were a couple of things that he did that made me think this he's a unit, especially at second row. Yeah. He's I mean for a second row he's an absolute tank. A couple of things that worried me was Bamforth. Again, I wrote these notes before things came out in the news, so I have seen in the news since that Bamforth had picked up an injury in training prior to playing. I will question why playing, but I'm not the coach. That comes down to player integrity, though, doesn't it? Holding your hands up going, boss, I took a knock. Yeah, it might be your only chance you get in the season, but you'll probably get more respect from the gaffer being honest with him and saying that you've taken a knock. Hmm. But judging by what I read, it sounded like it was a known thing. Oh, it sounded yeah. like Smith knew about it, which again, it does make me question. Oh, we had a kid called Harmon. I don't know his first name, again, because I've not done enough research. But uh, he was playing six for us, and he looks he looks quite good. I thought he looked real good, real steady. Had Mackenzie. Mackenzie Harmon. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I did notice about him, which I liked even more, he had a bit of a bit of a Jake Connery thing about him. He was, I mean, he gave away a penalty for gobbing off at the referee in a friendly. He gave away a penalty for someone else, and he was like trying to slap the ball out the opposition players' hand to slow play down. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. I mean, we don't know what side of the bed you got. All right, Mikey Lewis, calm down. Yeah, yeah. mind your neck in. Yeah. yeah, but I like that in a player. You know, you've you've got to have You've got to get under the skins. You, yeah, you know, he, he definitely, subtly definitely looks like the type of kid that wants to work his way into a team and piss people off. Yeah. And maybe I just caught the wrong end of it. Maybe I'm just seeing something that's not true. But it comes across that way, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I like that. We've got Jalen Hodgson. He came on for Bamforth when he went off with a shoulder knock, and I thought he looked real good. Again, he, you've got to put things into perspective. Uh, you know, is he, is, he, is he ready for Super League? I'm not saying that. But he did look good. What else have we got? Charles. He played today. Kid wearing number 40 today. Came on at six. Yeah. Us today. A bit like Moy. He looked real lively. And he, he he probably stood out more than anyone in the game. And he is exciting. I didn't see enough of that again today in the Doncaster game to sort of back that up as to whether he can do that yet mm. at a higher level. But he earned his reward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. the Doncaster um, squad yeah. and uh, we'll see where that goes but as in terms of Bradford I was I was quite happy and, and I was happy for one reason and it's because we came out in the second half after being trampled on a little bit by some bigger boys and we fought back and for a group of teenagers early 20s late teens that's that's massive. That's, that's it's a good mindset to have to it, be able to do. I that. think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. To, to come out and think, oh god, we're on their patch. We're playing on what is quite possibly the worst pitch I've seen in the past thirty years. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. I, I, there's, I think there's about, nothing to say about Odsall that can't uh, that hasn't been said before. Excuse me, but right. Take Odsall in their Super League heyday, and I don't know, run a tornado through it and a 20 dozen JCBs it looked 
awful. Mm. Like, and I've got some great memories of so I've got some really bad ones as well. But I've got some seventy-one mil, something like that. Yeah, uh, I never went to that game. I was at a wedding. Part time. Cousin got married. I was forced. I was young. Yeah, it looked. It's an absolute train wreck of a place now. Yeah, yeah it's not and the it's, best. Yeah, it looks dirty because they've got the, the car track. It used to be a speedway track, didn't it? But they do some sort of. I have no car idea. Couldn't tell you. Now. You know that stand at the end? Well, not stand, but then boxes at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. I looked at them at the beginning. And I was like, they look different. And then I just worked out that they're just absolutely grafted with mud. Oh, really? From these cars churning up mud around the, you know, the round. But yeah, the track means that the, the pitch is really narrow. Really short, and you can tell now because you used to have them. Um, the corners you used to always think, "Oh, Deacon's going to put a nice little dink into the and corner." It's going to come back on itself, back. yeah. It don't go that far now. All right. No, it's, it's you've had to fill the corners with temporary grass. It looks like they just lay it down like a carpet for the games because hmm. that part of the pitch is actually also part of this stupid racetrack that they've got. <laughs> it's it's upsetting. It's not upsetting. It's upsetting, but it's. When you look back and think what Bradford once were, yeah, absolutely. I would love it if they were back in the Super League. I'd love it if Odso looked like it used to on game night, Friday night, loads of fans. You know, it it was good. I'm not going to lie. It won't, it's never great because Odso's always cold, even in the middle of summer. Minus five in the middle of summer, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's 30 degrees on that road over there, but it's minus five in the stadium. Like that's, And we all know what, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think it's it's a shame. But f- focusing on FC, I was happy with the Bradford game. Uh, I wish I wish I were, I think it was Charles that took the kick at the end of it. I wish he'd have pinged it over and it'd have been a draw, just for the, the kids' sake. But you know what? They got... Learning curve, innit? Yeah, they, they got what they needed out of it. I think I think Smith got what he needed out of it, and we we move on. Um, with that today, moving on. Doncaster, yeah. yeah. New new FC fan. Oof, don't think so. Mate, you went. You watched. I went. Don't mean I'm a fan. I know Rovers fans. I went to watch you at Wembley and Cardiff in yeah. the finals. Don't make you a fan. Anyway, so one bone I've got to pick is. And, and you can give your opinions on this on Twitter if you want, at Bragging Hull. Craig told me that he wanted to go to this Doncaster game because his lad was going to be there as a mascot. Fair enough. So I said, as a very good friend, I'm going. I'll give you a lift. So I picked him up, went to his house. And I went all the way. I didn't expect him to come and meet me on the road or anything like that. No, I went all down his street, parked up, waited because he wasn't ready. And then we got there. I was finishing off my crumpets in my defence. Disgraceful. <laughs> we got there and we walked into the stadium and then you <laughs> just fucked up. Well, I wasn't sitting with a load of all fans. No chance. He went across to the other end of the stadium and found an old fan, a Rovers fan, sorry, that he mates with and sat over there. But you could have sat with us. Shout out Callum if you're listening. Our, he's actually, I think he's our number one listener to be fair. Probably is. Well, about he's right. the only person that shares our stuff on Twitter. He's very insightful as well, his cards, to be fair. Um, and he told me today that I, I owe him, or Doncaster, an apology. I was a little bit derogatory about Doncaster last week in the podcast. Was you? I have no idea. He said so, so 
this is my sincerest apologies going out. There you go, Carl. You should be happy now. Well, the listeners are right. So. Well, that's it, isn't it? So that is my sincere apology. Please accept it. Keep listening. So from a neutral perspective, then, you you went to this game today. You got to watch it, not from an old side, not from a Doncaster side, just straight down the middle. Neutral. Yeah. What's your opinion of the game? Of the game itself? Of Well, more of all, because... Of hope. Not being funny, this is an Ulam Rovers podcast. Well, no, I yeah. Want, I don't want to be derogatory to Doncaster, but I don't give a toss what their <laughs> preseason looks like. First 20 minutes, Hull were just absolutely on fire. Just Doncaster could not stop whatever Hull were doing. And I made a point on the way back that Doncaster were just half a yard behind Hull, and, and that showed in majority of the tries, to be fair. Um, not wanting to be disrespectful to Doncaster, though, you have to expect that. You have to tailor, as I said earlier, you have to tailor your expectations and expect that that starting lineup that we put out was pretty much our starting lineup. Yeah, as, as an old fan, you'd expect that. But then, you know, as going into the game as an underdog, which I've been in many positions with Rovers, you just you hope friendly cup final, semi final, whatever. You, you know, you hope you can beat the bigger sides. So yeah. it gives you that confidence moving forward. But um, yeah, Hull, just absolutely on fire. Franklin Pella, just what else can I say apart from wow? He was an tank, absolute wrecking ball. Four or five players every time to try and get him down. Offloads all over the place. And one one point I did make to, to Callum, who I was sat with, when, I think it was from a kickoff, and he made 20, 25 yards from a from a carry and I turned to Callum and said can he back it up can he do it again and again and again because it's no good just doing it once from a kickoff. Yeah, you know you need to do it again you need to do it again and you need to do it again not only that you need to do it against Super League opposition yeah but obviously today he was playing Doncaster yeah um, can only beat what's in front of you exactly as the old saying goes but yeah he was absolutely superb today he was man of the match for me, I think. One one disagreement that we've got is SASA. Yeah, again, turned to Callum and said, is he actually going to do anything? Since then, I've heard of people saying that he had done, like, he was in the whole top three performers. I didn't even know he was on the pitch. Fair enough. I mean... You can only see what you, you see. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You, you might have been looking for different things in the game. You might have been waiting 20 minutes for a coffee downstairs because it was that bad. It was just farcical, anyway. But SASA for me, I'm not saying he did a lot, but he showed his experience, he showed his class, he showed his size in, in the things that he did. I'm not saying he was on the field for 40, 50, 60 minutes like yeah. Know. But he went out there with a different plan. Same with Ockenbar, for example. He played first half, and then by the time we finished, he it was often changed. Yeah, yeah, he's dressed, you know, like he's going out for the night. But um, different things, different plans for a lot of different players, and that that really showed with Pele the fact that this kid came over this absolute. Unit of a man, he is to be fair, and he managed. He must have played sixty minutes. Yeah, because he went off and then came back on, didn't he? I think yeah, he, I mean, went he went off at half time. He went off in the first half and came back on five minutes later. 
And I'm looking at the size of them and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, how is carrying that much weight? I'd be out of breath getting up in the morning. But he did. Uh, I thought someone else really stood out for me today. And again, um, I am factoring in that we're playing against Doncaster and I don't want people to be like thinking that I'm... Saying that you're going to win everything. Yeah, I'm not. Warrington um, 2.0. No, we're definitely not Warrington. Um, we we think in our heads that it'll be our year. <laughs> we don't say it out loud. You did earlier. Every In the car. <laughs> I'll, I'll drop you in it. I don't care. Drop me in it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, Joke it. Yeah. He had a really good game. Um, he's never been the biggest of lads. He never will be. I don't think he ever intended or wanted to be. But it does look like maybe it, he's, he's dropped a kilogram or so. Yeah, he's in shape. He's not massive, but he's in shape. He looks half a yard faster. And I think he needs to be if his role is going to be intermittently at hooker. Yeah. He needs to be because obviously when you drop from second row, loose forward, Mm. wherever he was slotting in on the team sheet. He made made some good runs. Yeah, he did, yeah. He made the run that created Morgan Smith's try. Yeah, the offload from Hoy, I think. Was it Hoy? Uh, yeah. I think it was either end of the break. he made the break, gave it to Hoy, Hoy gave it to Smith yeah. and Smith's yeah. Should we talk about Hoy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Ah, oh, no, you are. So, me and Craig have really different opinions. So, I have a different opinion about Tech Hoy to pretty much every other rugby league fan on the planet. I don't think he's a bad player. Everyone else seems to think that Tech Hoy is the worst thing to come across. It's not necessarily that he's a bad player. It's more where is his preferred spot yeah, on the team sheet. I don't care whether he's got a one shirt on his back or not. And I'm, I'm an old fan. And I will genuinely, if he's on the team sheet, I might roll my eyes a little bit if he's played at fullback. But if he's wearing number one and he's playing at number one for all, I will support him. End of. That's yeah. it. Yeah, He's yeah. an old player. I'll back him. But I do not think for one second that Texoy is a fullback. No. It's, did he slot in at six? So it looked slot like in. he was slotted in at the ass. Yeah, they brought off one at half time and we moved Oi to six. And and he didn't think... really do a lot when he was at six. No, he didn't. So for me, it'd be where is his position? Because you raised the point about putting him in at centre. Now, under the high ball, whether it's just a, a chip into the corner or a big bomb into the corner, you know, he's going to struggle. Yeah. He's, he's not an under-the-ball type fullback. You put the ball on the ground and he'll create something. You put it up in the air and he's either going to drop it or let it bounce. If he's got that ball in his hand and he's allowed to run, I think he's one of our most deadly players. Ball in hand, running at the defensive line. And that, if you want to play him at fullback, that gives him great opportunity. One thing that really stands out for me was Magic last year against Warrington. Yeah. That try. And he got the ball in his hand and he ran at the defensive line and he found his way through it. Well, he did it today, didn't he? Yeah, you he know, did. did he put his turn style to good use for once. <laughs> but <laughs> under the eyeball, he's too suspect under the eyeball. Oh, absolutely. That shows today. Yeah, and when you've when you've watching all over the last ten years, when you've had solid hands under the ball for so long, especially with Jamie Shorty, 
and Briscoe before. Yeah. When you've had that, it's been a trait of FC for so long. You, you put an eyeball up and it'll fall back to catch you. Yeah, it's diffused. Even oh, Connor. Yeah. Connor used to catch the ball over his head, like one-handed. You know, it's it's such a change for us as fans to see a fullback and think, God, is he gonna is he gonna catch it? And it's it's not something I want to get used to. I don't want to yeah. get used to worrying about that. And that's why for me, Jack Walker's your starting fullback. Injury free, yeah. Yeah. But then where does that leave Hoy? Because he's not going to be on a small wage packet. No. And you're not just going to leave him on the bench. Well, he, he comes from overseas, so to get at least at the time that we signed him to get him through the barriers at border control, he needed to be earning over a certain amount, and I think right. that's six figures. You're not going to leave. I might be wrong. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, and just tell me if I'm I'm hearing things from other fans that's absolute bullshit. I won't be surprised because it happens so often. Yeah, but that's my understanding. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's not on a small packet. He's earning good money, so you have to play him if you can. But where? That's the question, isn't it? Where? Full strength, right? Is again, Jack Walker's my first choice fullback. He ain't going to get in at six when Truey's fit because Truey's class. And he's an out-and-out six. So yeah. you've got to start your out-and-out six. He's not going to get in at seven because Brown's yeah. our seven, but New even Brown, yeah. Brown's not fit, I'd still put Smith in at seven, Morgan Smith, who, right. again, today, I thought looked really lively. He's not... I mean, you don't even need to start talking about places like Booker because he's, he's just not enough currently. So where else do you put him? He's wasted on the wing, so why not give him a a chance, a shout, just see what happens at centre? I don't know, just because I can't think of anywhere else to put him, I I just keep thinking... There isn't anywhere else, but then... So just try him then. Otherwise, he's just going to sit on the bench or get an early release and go back home. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want, if it is true... Hundred grand plus getting spent on a player that's not not playing playing yeah. yeah what's the point thing is with him at centre like I mentioned to you earlier it's under the high ball is not the best defensively is not the best how is that going to pan out if you put him at centre I'm just honestly just chucking things out I'm just that. chucking ideas out there I'm literally just trying to find a way to get him in the team because I know how dangerous he can be with ball in hand hmm. and we had a conversation in the car on the way to the Doncaster game today and uh, we're talking about Carlos yeah and yeah. my opinion of Carlos has always been a positive one but last season he didn't live up to his um, previous can, yeah I know we can say it about the full team but two players for me last season especially that really didn't live up to it was Carlos and Jordan Lane. I think they both slumped last year. Yeah. And they've both been players in the past that I've been really impressed with. Jordan Lane's line has... Yeah, it does, it does run a good line. Yeah, it always runs a good line. And last year it just didn't work out for him. Not saying he's shit or anything. I'm not saying he's Yeah, bad. just one of them I'm seasons. Just, I'm not saying get rid of Jordan Lane. I'm not saying get rid of Carlos yeah. too much either. I'm just saying last season it didn't really hit the heights that they could have. That they have done. And for Carlos, that, that was a bigger issue because he was captain. Yeah. yeah. And he needed to be leading. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why he might have lost the captaincy. 
Who knows? Well, maybe, yeah. but we all we all know Smith doesn't take prisoners. If he sees something he doesn't like, that's that. Yeah. It's done. Um, but anyway. just just back on Jordan Lane, um, just give him a little bit of a shout out. Took a nasty head clash, um, well, what looked like a head clash, and went down, hit the ground very hard. All the medics working on him, doctors, and they called the game early. They called the game three minutes early due to due to the injury. Yeah. Um, update from Tony Smith is that he was in the changing room with the lads sat and sat talking with them. So speedy recovery to you, Jordan, if you're listening. Or if not, if someone just passes it on to him, best wishes from all here at Bragging Rights. Yeah. I mean, all I'm going to say to that is dude, he was back in the changing room afterwards and he seemed fine. I think he just wanted to get off the field too. I think it was protocol on it more than anything. Yeah, right? Right. But, yeah. but yeah, jokes aside, yeah. Uh, best of wishes from both of us. And I think that's it for... For friendlies, up. yeah. Yeah, I think we wrote down that we were going to spend 15 minutes talking about friendlies and we've been on it for the best part of half an hour. So I think we should move on. Yeah, I think so too. Let's talk about Sky. Yeah, let's. We did this last week. Was it last week? It was last week, yeah. So when we, when we recorded episode two, um, we, we cut a lot of stuff out because it was way too long. Nearly two hours. Something like that. We we did record uh, a bit about Sky, and then a lot's come out since then anyway, so we're going to re-record it. Not even re-record it, we're just going to talk about Sky Deal and what we think about it, and, and sort of cover some key points uh, about what what the deal means for Super League. And, and what... Should we start with the key points? Sort yeah. of overview it, yeah? Over to you. Oh, thanks, you suck hand. So, it means Video Ref, every game, is a 23 million deal, I believe. That's a seat. That's per season. Per season for three years. So, what best part of seventy million? So sixty-nine. Good number. There's always one who loses a turn in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Sky get the first choice of which games they want to put on each week. Yeah. So they get two. They get first choice of two games every week. Yeah. 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 Um, it will take Sky past 30 years as a main rugby league broadcaster, or Super League broadcaster, shall we say, which is pretty impressive. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't, you you know, know. I mean, other than football. The good, Sky. the bad, and everything in between with, with Sky and how rugby fans feel about them, etc. Black's but, gone, mate. It can't get worse. It's, it's, it's uphill from here. Yeah, but just hope they don't replace him with Tompkins, one wigging for another, in it. I don't mind Tomkins. <laughs> he waffles some utter what, garbage What have we been doing for the past month? Yeah, but that's our job. <laughs> I say job. We're getting through. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, also, slightly away from Sky, but along the same lines, BBC have outbid Channel 4, which I think is quite upsetting for, from a personal point of view, because Channel 4's coverage was great. I thoroughly enjoyed their coverage. For me, they just want enough of it. BBC have to step up now. Though. Oh, absolutely. So we'll see, we'll see what they do with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, BBC will get 12 games a season all Saturday afternoons. You know? And the World Club Challenge. And I was getting to that, but yeah. Sorry. It's all right, I'll let you off this time. Seems like you just made me another brew. But yeah, that's that's basically a brief overview of, of everything. So it totals... Roughly 170 games each year across Sky Sports and other platforms. 
So, obviously, there's been talk this week about this new streaming platform. There has. Yeah. I'm quite excited for that. This Super League Plus. Yeah. So... Is it a bit like our league? I haven't really looked into it. That was Dean's job, but it's so, so what happens now, why I understand it, is that every week, Sky will pick two games. Yep. And if it's a BBC week as well, BBC will pick one. So that'll be three games that you can only watch live on Sky or BBC. Yeah. All of the other games, the other three games, or the other four in most weeks, you'll be able to stream live on... Super League Plus. The other the other side to that is, I think it's 48 or 24 hours after. So say if Sky pick a Friday night game on Saturday night, 24, or Sunday night if it's 48, you'll be able to replay that game on Super League Plus. So you're getting all the other highlights as well. So yeah, you'll be able to... On, on the worst of worst weeks, you'll be able to watch four games live on Super League Plus... And then watch the other games after, on a Monday or whatever, you'll be able to watch them back and replay them. So you don't really, I know there's probably not a good sell for Sky, but you don't need to get Sky. Yeah. Which when, when is all not a bad thing, because I have a grudge paying that much money. Yeah, true. But that, in itself, is another issue, because... We don't know how much Super League Plus is going to cost on a monthly basis yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's been rumours that it's going to be along the lines of our league. Um, so whether what that entails is it like six and a half quid in advance, tenner on the day kind of a thing. Like it was for the... When they were showing them all through COVID, that was sort of the price yeah, range. I'm paying 6 a game. No, but then if they bring out a monthly or an annual subscription as well... Yeah. You know, so, does that work out with a better value? Which it probably will, because you're going to get all six games. Yeah. Or seven, whichever. And then... It will probably like end up being that it's better off to pay the monthly subscription than it is to watch the one-off games. Because, yeah. like we said, our league games in the past were like five, six, fifty, whatever they were, in advance. So yeah. if I wanted to watch a Friday night game and I booked a ticket... On Thursday, for example. On Thursday, I can get six fifty. Or if I wanted to buy a ticket on the day, it was a tenner. The Rodney Jones from Rugby League has said it'll be a subscription platform similar to Netflix. You'll buy an annual pass, a monthly pass, or a game pay per view pass. Uh, in effect, the six games a weekend, two games are exclusively for Sky Sports. Let's say, for example, a Thursday night and a Friday night. If there are other games on the same night, the other games will be available on Super League Plus. If you're a Sky Sports subscriber, you'll also be able to watch the other games via a Sky Sports platform. I imagine that's just Sky Go. So it's, there's a lot going on here. Like you, In some instances, you're going to have two options as to where you watch the game. So if you already have Sky, it doesn't really make much sense for you to get Super League Plus. But if you've not got Sky, I'd say you're probably just going to end up getting Super League Plus. Yeah. Uh, it say, he said, our pricing will be very much akin to other competitions. The competition on market, namely around Netflix and monthly subscriptions. So um, what's that? 10 to 15 quid a month? Um, yeah. Six games of rugby a week? Well, how much is the NRL one? I'm not sure. I don't have it. I, I don't know how much it is, but... I, I can find say, out. 
if if you want to say to me how much would I be willing to pay to watch Super League exclusively, just Super League or a Super League app, I'm probably saying twenty quid. Yeah, even twenty quid, six games, three three pound, what ten a game? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just over three three thirteen. You know like that. that you know <laughs> the RFL or Super League. It's just the RFL now, isn't it? Either or. Whichever one of them it is that's decided it, you, you know they're going to say like 40 quid as a way. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, but no then that's not akin. Because it says the pricing will be akin to other competitions. Yeah, the, what RFL. costs 40 quid a month? It's the RFL. Yeah, what they're saying, what they do. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. You never know. I'd, I'd say, for me, if you say to me, that's 20 quid, I am saying, there's my 20 quid. Oh, absolutely. I will watch every show. And I'm going to have to get it anyway, because I'm going to have to watch your lot so that I can tell you where you're wrong all the way through the season. <laughs> when you're saying, Rovers are great, Mikey Lewis is a legend. And I'm... Hang on, when have them words ever left my mouth? Even when Rovers are doing well, I'm always pessimistic. Yeah, and Mikey Lewis is a bellend, so... Mikey Lewis is world-class, mate. <laughs> I imagine as a fella, as a person, he's not he's not a bellend at all. But Just on the pitch, player, yeah. When he plays against the FC... He's a bellend. Yeah, look at Jake Connor. We had this discussion earlier, didn't we? We did, yeah. Jake Connor, when he played against Rovers, turned into this world-class twat. No, basically. no. Well, what you're missing there is, as an old fan, I saw that every week. Jake Connor, every week, was a world-class twat. Well, yeah. <laughs> still is. Just seems, it, it seems to turn it up for us. Uh, yeah, but... Like that one when he was good in the East End, when he was clear through on the East End touchline. And, and he was like saying, come on, yeah. doing his little hand gesture. Brilliant. Great memories. Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah not for us. But uh, Sky, for me, I think it's a good thing. Um, I've never been Sky's biggest fan. I've never thought that anything that they've did have, has been out of this world. You know, they don't get the level of coverage that you might get for things like football, but we have to understand that we're not at the level that football's at in terms of the, just the sport in general. Yeah, and money... Revenue and generation and things like that. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I'm most looking forward to this season is it sort of still falls under the the same bracket. Is that all versions of rugby are falling under the same bracket? Men's, women's, wheelchair. Did you yes. see the, the promo video? Which yeah, and actually gave me goosebumps. To be fair, and they're, they're all under the same bracket, just with a different color, different colored background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. I do. Like yeah. That. And also, obviously, showing the games. It's going to be showing the playoffs, Magic Weekend, um, all three grand finals, which is men's, women's and wheelchair, you know, which can only be good for the game. And I did see something on on Twitter through the week. Can't remember who did on it. X. Oh, sorry. F- formerly Twitter, X. Um, <laughs> so if this was you and you're listening, give us a shout out, let, you know, <laughs> let us know it was you. Cause I can't, oh, X. Shut up, James. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's just made me think because we did the dickhead of the week thing last week, and I just think the the world. If the world had a like a dickhead of the year, it's it's got to be Elon Musk. Uh, I yeah. know he makes great cars, but what a twat! <laughs> Anyhow, we yeah, digress. We always it's digress. Theme of the week: digress. Like oh, theme I of the podcast. Digression should be like our tagline. Do you reckon? Yeah, digression. All, all in about the rugby league in Hull, but not really. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a work in progress, guys. Um, but yeah, I did see on on X, um, formerly known as Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, that the RFL and Rugby League have got 
15 rounds to grip people to want to watch rugby league. Yeah, because all every single Super League, get this, is men's Super League. Yeah. Every single For the first, game, 15, the first rounds. 15 rounds is going to be broadcast live on Sky. Even the ones that are going to be broadcast on the BBC, I think. Not sure. I, I think it might be the ones... If you if you look into it, you can find it. I've not got it in front of me, but you can find the uh, the the guide for the first two rounds. It tells you what games on what day on what channel, uh, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that it's definitely done for the first two. Yeah. All I know is every single game for the first fifteen fifteen rounds, rounds is on TV, not necessarily the app, but on TV. Yeah, which is great if you've got a Sky subscription, but if you aren't, that's what the app's for. Yeah. That's what Super League Plus is for. So it ties us in with the start of the football season. That's when it goes to the... The football still will be on, but you've got your three o'clock blackout. Yeah. That's why they can do it, because I remember reading that now. Sorry. Let's rewind. It's because there's a three three o'clock blackout in the football. Yeah. There is quite a few three o'clock games on Saturdays. All right, okay. And we've barely got any, but... Well, that's that's your fault, mate. Well, it's not our fault. It's not my fault it's not your specifically. Fault. It's not yeah. fault. Uh, but yeah, what what else is there to talk about on, on Sky? Ooh, new commentators. Yeah, Kyle Amor. Yeah, okay. Um, See, I, I like him. I listened to him. I think he did one of the um, Challenge Cup games at the weekend. With I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Navy Army. Well, this weekend, uh, gone. Was it Rath? Na- Navy Rath. Yeah, yeah. Carl Amor did that. I'm not saying I'm not um, saying it's bad. I think he's a good commentator, but I'm not like overall blown away. Yeah, I'm not blown yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dave Woods, I really like. And Mark Wilson, I love. I think Mark Wilson's amazing. It's probably the best thing that Sky have done in recent years for rugby league is to bring him in. Yeah. Um, I think he's. It does just make me question, especially with Dave Woods coming. Well, what are the BBC going to do? Please don't tell me it's Jonathan Davis on his own. That's, that's all they've got. Jonathan Davis and probably Sam Tompkins, <laughs> Leon Price. Oh, I don't mind. I like Leon Price. I'd like to see Danica Prim transfer over from four to BBC One. I think she was insightful and she loves the game. I think anyone that loves the game, anyone that you know, TV-wise, that, that has a real passion for rugby league, there is an opportunity now for for them to bring that. There's, a, there's enough of a platform. Whether, oh, yeah. Whether they do some sort of presentation for Super League Plus, you know, is that going to be one of them ones where literally you sign up, you watch the game and it's just the game with commentary? Or is that going to have a production alongside it as well? You know, like half-time chat and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And if it is, they'll have an opportunity there. They'll have an opportunity now on BBC, 12 weeks in a year, and Challenge Cup. And they'll have a huge opportunity now with Sky every single week. To yeah, it's, it's, it's a prime chance to bring back formats. Remember Boots and All? Yeah. Oh, man, that. Not necessarily the highlights, because all the games will be on on the highlights and things like that, but just to bring back Rugby League chat. Do you know what I really like down at the Matty John show? Yeah, 
I was, like I was just going to refer that, to that. That'd yeah. be really good if because they, they have mentioned talk shows and stuff like that. I think something like that. You've got prime example with this streaming service. You know, yes, you've got six games a week that you're going to be showing on there. Yeah. You know, that doesn't take up a lot of viewing time as such because not not everybody is going to watch six games of rugby. No. Some people are going to watch two and go, oh, I can't be bothered with anymore, which is fair enough. But fill it with something. Things like this. Yeah. Some sort of podcasty type thing, but, you know, a video one. So you can listen to it in the car if you want, but while you're at home, you can watch it. Yeah. Something that kind of fills both of them sort of markets, gaps, whatever you want to call it. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Perfect chance. Let's just see where it goes and revisit it. I think that's, you know... We're just two boys from all. Chatting shit. Yeah. I don't think ours is what we say will have much pull in the rugby league world, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. You never know. Mate, our reach has grown this week and we're, we're going to get to a point where we have a bigger, broader impact because the main man himself, Mr. Paul Cook, retweeted us on it. He did. Is it called an X? A tweet? Is it a re us on X? Repost, I think. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Or a qu- was it a quote or was it a repost? I don't know. He brought it into it. He just retweeted. I was real happy with that. I was buzzing. I messaged you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Paul Cook just retweeted. Yeah, I said it. I was like, oh my God. And then my partner, Laura, was like, what? And I told her and she was like, oh. It'd be good if he listened because then, one, he could tell us how good or how bad we are and two if he thinks we're good he can come on and maybe actually... absolutely and he's been at both sides of the divide hasn't he so he, he, get, he can sides, give it but also he knows what he's talking about and we don't yeah I agree so you know, open invitation to any players former players that want to come on come on yeah. tell us where we're wrong I'll Speak. edit it all out but you can tell us where we're wrong <laughs> as for the Sky deal <laughs> so if anyone wonders why we're giggling there's a chunk of that that we just edited out um, <laughs> as for the Sky deal I think that's about it it's interesting yeah yeah we'll and we just got to see what they do with it like I say I'm looking forward to it and thinking it's going to be great but this is Sky they'll probably bring Eddie and Steve all back and it'll I have heard shouts of that no, to be fair you haven't you haven't tell me you haven't have I not okay, have I am. not so much Eddie but Steve definitely no Rumours. It's rumours. It's hearsay. Oh, no. I mean, if they turned around and said that, you know, they'd have him back on a talk show type thing, fair enough. But you can't have him back on a week by week sort of commentary thing. Why not? Controversial. It's what you want. Imagine him watching a game, especially next year when you're not allowed to tackle above the shoulder, (laughs) and giving his his two pence worth. He'd lose his head. I think we're all going to lose our heads next year, but we'll talk about that later, I think. But yeah, anyway, uh, Craig is getting through his brew quite quick, so that's it for Sky, and we will be back in, I think, what, 20 seconds, isn't it? Well, it just goes... Two shakes of a duck's tail. Yeah, something like that. Right, we'll be back in a minute. All right, so we're not back for long. We're literally just going to have a really quick... I'm going to say two minutes, because that'll turn into five. If I say five, it'll turn into ten. Just going to have a quick two minutes just to recap the derby. Yeah. And the ticket situation. Yep. So, last episode, we 
theorised a little bit that it might be that Rovers got some of the West Upper. That's not happening. You are getting Rovers fans. Just the north stand, and I think a bit of the northeast corner. You got about four thousand tickets. Three, I think three and a half. Three, yeah. One, yeah, it was about three, three and a half. So, obviously, high demand for tickets. Obviously, with it being a derby. Can I just stop you? I've just said you're getting, you've got, and you've had because at this point you've sold it out already, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's all. It didn't sell out on the first day because there was a few. Hiccups. Bugs and hiccups and, yeah. and things like that for people who wanted to add season pass holders to their membership so that you can buy two tickets. You just allocate it to two separate people. Oh, okay. Um, rather than buying a ticket separately. Was that so a Rovers thing. thing or an FC thing? Um, I don't know. I know they do it for football because um, I know I've booked City tickets before and you can buy two tickets for an away game but you have to have two separate memberships on the one. Yeah, but what I mean is, are you using where, where are you buying them directly from Rovers, or were you buying them through the FC ticketing app? I don't know because I want to show me a bit from, from Rovers because uh, Rovers tickets weren't available from all as far as I'm aware. Okay, because I was going to say if you, if you're having issues with a ticketing thing that FC and City use, then I'm not surprised because that is shocking. Yeah, but yeah, so Rovers, you've sold it out. Um, yeah, it sold out getting. the next day. Yeah, yeah and and rightly so after the the idiots last year and. You know, why would Hull FC want to give us 7,000 tickets again for us to turn it into a relative home game for us? It's not just that, either. So there was, I think both teams have acknowledged that there was issues last year, disruptions with fans and things in the stadium. We don't need to try and point blame or anything like that because it was all your fans' fault. Yeah, yeah. And the police and the SMC have basically made the decision. It's not yeah. FC, it's the SMC. No, right? rightly so. I 100% agree. You know, yes, it's frustrating. But then again, you've got to think of it on the flip side of when all fans come to us, they get a massively reduced allocation. Do we? Well, then you would like. We get assume. half the north, don't we, yours? Uh, I don't even think it's half. I think it's only like two or three blocks now. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, I, w- I wound up a Rovers fan yesterday, I think. There's a surprise. Uh, I was in Nando's last night with the missus. I oh, may as well just have KFC. Uh, well, yeah, I know. But we went to Nando's because I had a free chicken chilli, the red chilli. So I got a free chicken. So I went to Nando's and I was explaining to Rich. I was just saying, oh, well, these fans are pissed off. You know, they're only getting three and a half, four thousand tickets, blah, 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 and all this. And she went, oh, that's not good, is it? I just turned around and I was like, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out I was sat next to a Rovers <laughs> Oh, lovely. Oh, mate, honestly, he didn't say a word, but I got a death stare. Death stare, yeah. yeah. So, but um, that is my honest opinion on it all. No, I, which is it's, it's fair enough. If, if Rovers turn around to FC for the next derby and said you're getting 1,000 tickets, that's it, or 500 tickets, that's it, as a Rovers fan, you'd be like, fuck them, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We'd kick off in the same way that you've kicked off. But yeah. That's, that is what it is. Yeah, we, absolutely we agree. We have to give you, I believe, a certain amount of the stadium. Yeah. That's my understanding. It's the same with football, and you have to give yeah, a certain, yeah. percentage, a certain percentage of your as long as we've, capacity. Yeah. As long as we've done that. Okay. Yeah. And I would rather, genuinely, have 
less overall people in the stadium if it meant that there were less overall Rovers fans in the stadium. Because last year, in that stadium, you wiped us. Yeah. You absolutely wiped us. And it was it was more difficult to deal with that because there were so many of you in the ground. Yeah. If we just keep you in your little corner so that you're still loud but not as loud, I'm fine with that. Because it's going to be difficult either way. Yeah, of course it is. So Derby, it's... It just makes it a little bit less difficult to deal with. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so that's it for this week. That's it yeah. for Derby things. We're hoping to do a, a an episode just focusing on the Derby, maybe in a two-week... In a week or two, yeah, yeah I would have thought, um, yeah. Just, to, just in the lead-up to it. Maybe get some other people on, if we can. Yeah, uh, and absolutely. Have a, have a chat about that and see what people's opinions are about. Yeah, we'll be back. I'm not going to say next week, but we'll be back soon. We'll be back at some point. Yeah. That you can count on. Cool. Uh, yeah, speak to you all in a bit. Ciao.